This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Jazzcast Pros. There is a difference between forcing yourself to go back and relive and remember a place and healing from it. And there is a difference between hiding from it and healing from it. Let me just say, depending upon where you are in your journey, running, maybe necessary. Hiding, maybe necessary, right? Your brain will protect you. You will protect you. And so not until you are generally in a place of safety can you begin to unpack and heal because your your job up until that point is to be safe. And how do you create safety? Fight or flight. Welcome to the Healthy Illness Podcast. I am your host, Kelly Marie, helping you build healthier relationships while living with mental health conditions. I am a Black woman in this world living with mental health conditions. And so I use my story, my billions of years of therapy, my education and training and life experience to help you live the life that you would like to live. So the last time we were together, I shared with you this process that I'm going through about rediagnosis. And I've lived with what I thought was borderline personality disorder for many years now. And it's not that. So go back and check out that episode. This episode is all about healing and hiding, or healing or hiding, or healing slash hiding. Because here's the thing, both can be necessary. There's nothing wrong with either or, I'll put it that way, right? Like oftentimes you'll hear people talk about, you know, not being under a rock anymore. I'm not running anymore. I'm confronting my relationships, my emotions, my health. And that's fabulous. Like wherever you are, fabulous. Because wherever you are is where you are. Shout out to Cameron, who often uses a similar quote, this notion that you have to stop hiding. So that is today's episode. So by the end of the episode today, I want you to be in a place of acceptance of wherever you are on your journey, period. And it may not happen in the next 15 minutes, right? But hopefully you'll have some tools that you could use to help you in your process. So. I say healing or hiding because it is September and September, August, September is usually a little tough time for me. I start feeling better around now. And that's because my last suicide attempt was now 10 years ago. So it's been 10 years since my last suicide attempt. And usually in August, I start feeling a little down and September, those first two weeks or so are really rough. I'm okay. Like I'm still here, but just that anniversary, right? Coming up on a a tough period in my life. So September 3rd, 2013, I decided to take my life. I woke up September 4th. So I was hospitalized for two weeks, got out of the hospital after two weeks of recovery and um, went home. And two weeks later, 
which would fast forward to October 4th, my marriage of 13 years had ended. And then on November 4th, I lost my job. So that was really those three months, September 4th, October 4th, November 4th, was the beginning of a a true healing process for me. That was the beginning of front seat life, of helping other people dive in and address whatever that means to them, their mental health. It all started there. And so I'm usually in August, first two weeks of September, I'm in this funky place. I didn't recognize the cycle until a girlfriend of mine, Kelly Lucci, big shout out to Dr. Kelly, pointed it out for me. You know, it's so important to have people around you that you want to feel comfortable with and uh, see you just as you is who you are and love and appreciate and accept you where you are. She's one of those people. And we were talking one year and I was telling her, you know, I wasn't feeling that well. And, you know, she's like, Cal Cal, she's the only person that can call me Cal Cal. <laughs> Cal Cal, you know, August and September are always kind of rough for you. And I'm like, what? Nah, no, they not. Sure enough, she laid out some facts and I started paying attention and, and she was right. A part of my recovery journey, though, was I never wanted to and still do not want to forget my healing process. I don't have the best memory. It could be trauma. It could be the way I'm built. That's one of the things that, you know, I deal with in therapy. But I personality-wise know that I will forget some stuff and claim it as my own. Like, oh, I did that or this is how my brain works. So I never want to forget the darkest hours of my life because it makes the the present time so much sweeter. Life has not always been this good. There has been a lot of struggle, a lot of fight, a lot of personal fight, a lot of pushing through, a lot of tears, a lot of work, hospitalization, medications, different diagnoses. And so I, I don't want to forget all of those things. And so a part of not wanting to forget is making sure I remember which at this point, which goes back to this healing or hiding piece, I, for the first time in 10 years, this is again, the 10th anniversary of waking up, not even of the the suicide attempt itself, but of, of waking up and embarking on this journey of healing. First time in 10 years that I actually forgot that it was September 3rd or September 4th. I can't tell you what I was doing either one of those days, I can go back and look at my calendar, but it's it's the first time. Now, I've forgotten September 3rd. I have remembered September 4th, like on the 5th, like I've, I've made it past the 4th. Not far, but I have made it past the 4th without this active recollection. This is the first time that it just did not happen. And so I started thinking like, you know, again, I never want to be in this position where I forget, but there is a difference between forcing yourself to go back and relive and remember a place and healing from it. And there is a difference between hiding from it and healing from it. Let me just say, depending upon where you are in your journey, running, maybe necessary. Hiding, maybe necessary, 
right? Your brain will protect you. You will protect you. And so not until you are generally in a place of safety can you begin to unpack and heal because your your job up until that point is to be safe. And how do you create safety? Fight or flight, right? That healing journey starts in that place for many folks. So once you have that safety and you have time to be able to focus on you or focus on whatever the external situation may be, right, you can very much live in this place of running or hiding. And that is okay. It's not until you're comfortable, until you're ready, until you have the supports and your, your brain usually will, especially if you're in a therapeutic setting, I mean, your therapist will work with you in that space, but you will begin to see things differently. And so I'll give you an example of what happened to me years ago. I was in this hiding fight or flight space, very high anxiety, taking Klonopin. I had taken, I mean, I've taken so much Klonopin, but I was at the max dosage of Klonopin. And the doctor's concern was that I would uh, develop substance use around, you know, in in a a dependency on Klonopin. And so they, they worked to change the medication I was on. I lived through some very tough mental and psychological times. And so I'm not in that space anymore, even though I still have bad days, right? I am not in that space anymore, even though I still have anxiety issues about living life, right? If you remember the episode about riding the bike, anxiety would not let me get out of the bed to ride the bike, not even get out of the bed to go to the bathroom or eat or cannot get out of the bed for fear of bike riding, right? Whatever that situation was. And so I still have these uh, day-to-day occurrences. I don't, I mean, that was situational. That was directly related to some fear or, you know, anxiety around bike riding that I haven't been able to dig deep and find yet. But feel free to go back and listen to that episode. If you have not, I think that's two episodes ago. If you're enjoying this episode, check out High Vibe Table Talks, where we start to remove mental barriers and take action now so you can achieve your someday desires. I'm your host, Mershawn Hargrave, and if you've ever heard that little voice inside to go after something, but the fear around the unknown felt too big, this is the podcast for you. Listen and subscribe to High Vibe Table Talks on the Jazzcast Pros Network with the podcast listener you're using right now, because it is high time you activated your high vibes. If you've been thinking about starting a podcast and you want to include interviews with people across town, Riverside.fm offers unbelievable high-quality recordings regardless of your or your guest internet quality. And it also gives you separate audio and video tracks for each person speaking. And unlike Zoom, you don't have to install anything on your computer and your guests don't either. Head over to Riverside.fm and use promo code JazzyCast to get 60 free minutes of recording and 15% off a membership plan. As you begin to set yourself up for success or continue on a path of setting yourself up for success, right? You may be setting yourself up for success and be in a place of hiding. You might be setting yourself up for success and be in a place of running. You may be in a place of fight or flight, right? You may not be in a place of active healing. You might be in the stage of protection and safety so that when you get to the place of active healing, you, you have that foundational work. That is definitely a take 
for me to take personally because I'm no longer in a state of running or a state of hiding. There are pieces of me that's still hidden from myself because of trauma, because of life experience. And I'm working through those things in therapy. But generally speaking, right, functioning, go to work every day, loving life, traveling, just booked our trip to India with uh, one of my besties, Annette. So shout out to Annette. We're going to India in January for a friend of hers wedding. Like I'm, I'm doing things that I would have never thought possible 10 years ago. And so when I sat down last week and was like, oh, shoot, I was actually talking to somebody. It might have been Jazz. Shout out Jazzcast Pros Network. It clicked that I, I totally let this time bypass. Um, let me take that back. I didn't let the time, I didn't let the anniversary bypass. I didn't let it slip, but I'm in a place where I'm no longer living in this active suicidal ideation space. And I'm I'm not in a place of needing to create safe space. It doesn't mean that I no longer deal with suicidal ideation. I'm not saying that at all. What I am saying is I'm not living in the space of remembrance, whether it is involuntary remembrance, like it just pops up, or purposeful remembrance, like, oh, let's sit down and remember where you have come from, how far you've come. Not really in that space. I'm I'm more in a space of being present, enjoying this moment, right? So really diving into my mindfulness, really focusing on finding beauty and joy in each moment because I can focus on the negative. Like I I can, and I can run off a list of some things that are not going right. I need more money to bank. That's probably the biggest thing. (laughs) But I choose not to stay in that space. When you get to the point where you can choose what space you're in, you, especially if you're coming from a place where you could not choose, right? Where your mind was protecting you, you were in this fight or flight space. When you get to the place where you can choose what headspace to be in, it is incredible. Some people have always been that way. And God bless them. Like y'all, I'm thankful people like you exist because you give us hope. But I'm not one of those people that have always been in that space. And so I've had to work to get here. I've had to fight to get here, right? And now that I'm in this active healing, always looking for areas of my life to make better, I have a different baseline of contentment, I have a different baseline of happiness and different baseline of joy. It is easy though to have one thing go wrong and net knocks every, like I got to re- quickly readjust and implement all the tools in order to get back to that baseline. Again, it has not always been this way. And so even though I'm dealing with the space of, misdiagnosis and not having a name for whatever is happening in my brain, and it does bother me, I still am at a different baseline space. I'm still in the space of actively healing, 
not having a diagnosis has not altered my healing progress, even though I don't have a name to to place on the thing that I'm healing from. Having gotten to the middle of the month and not actively remembering something that is very important to me actually forced me to sit myself down and think about like, well, how, <laughs> how could you forget something like that? It was not a moment of shame by any stretch of the imagination. It was really a moment of gratitude because I was not living in remembrance of something that happened yesterday. We all, I mean, I'm going to say we all know, I don't know if we all know, but hopefully you know, I know. If not, now you do know that we can't change yesterday. No matter what you do, you cannot write yesterday's thing. No matter what you do, you cannot change yesterday, period. If someone has got time travel down, you know, butterfly effect, whatever, let me know. But yesterday is gone. The beginning of this podcast, that moment is gone. I cannot go back and redo that moment. I can create a new moment, but that moment is gone. And that's okay. It is okay to not live in yesterday. It's okay to live in this moment and right now and what's, what's happening, whatever is happening, right? And to, to plan on a better tomorrow. So I wanted to let you know that the healing is working. Like this is a huge step, I think, for me in my healing process because I am not hyper-focused on remembering dates. I'm not hyper-focused on remembering trauma. I'm not hyper-focused on reliving anything that has already happened even the good stuff. Like I'm thankful for the good things and I like to think back on them, but I am focused on this moment and excited and thankful about any other moments that are gifted to me. So with that, I encourage you to offer yourself some grace, some kindness, some love, because you have been through a lot. It may not be what I've been through, right? But you've been through a lot on your journey. There is more to come on that journey. And my desire and hope for you is that you're able to change your baseline. As you you work to build healthier relationships, that your baseline for healthy is increasing so that when it does take a hit, you're still at a healthy space. You're still in a healthy place. That's the goal. Greetings, everyone. My name is Ra. Yes, I am the host of Father Torch. I would like to take this time to invite you in my discussions on very, very important topics of being a black and brown father in today's society. Being a parent, the other parent, We face trials and tribulations too. We have worries, we have feelings. Here at Father Torch, we promote the advocacy of being the dad you wish you had. Join me at fathertorch.com. If you are in need of services, you don't know who to call, you don't know where to go, you can go to 211 on your phone or in your browser. You can 
also ask Siri or Google or what's the other one? Alexa, <laughs> for the type of services you're looking for in your area. There's a lot of resources out there and the internet is chock full of places that you can get help from. Here's the thing. Using someplace like 211 or a reputable site, and they do exist, that will send you to good resources is important. You don't want to just ask the internet because they're just going to give you back what the internet has created, right? You want to make sure that where you're going is reputable, which is why I suggest 211. But there are other places, please feel free to find a reputable place for you to get some baseline information. Maybe we'll go over that one of these episodes. Um, just, just talk about a couple of reputable places that you can go for info. I like that. I'm going to try and remember to do that so we can go through those things together. If you are in crisis, if you need someone to talk to, or you care about someone who is in crisis and and they need someone to talk to, but you don't know what to say. You don't know how to get them through this emergent situation that they're in. You can dial 988 on your phone. You can go to 988 in your web browser. You can type 988 into your phone and you will be connected to the crisis text line, crisis phone number, if you call it, they can help you. They're there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You do not need insurance. It is 100% confidential. Employers won't find out. Insurance companies don't find out. Friends and family won't find out that you called 988 on your phone. Call it if you need someone to talk to. So as always, we don't know where people are on their journey when we interact with them. And so I encourage you to be the light because you never know when someone is a dark is in a dark place. It could be holding the door open. It could be a smile. It could be a gift. It could be a greeting. It could be listening. It doesn't have to be something big. It's just you being the light. So until next time, thank you so much. And uh, that's all I got. <laughs> until the next time, thank you so much for listening. Like, subscribe, share all the things that I should have said at the top of the show. You know, let people know you're listening. Send it to your friends and family if, you know, you, you think they could benefit from it. Right, so until the next time, I appreciate you so much. I wish I could give you a big hug. Uh, but be the light. If you've been thinking about starting a podcast and you want to include interviews with people across town, Riverside.fm offers unbelievable high-quality recordings regardless of your or your guest internet quality. And it also gives you separate audio and video tracks for each person speaking. And unlike Zoom, you don't have to install anything on your computer and your guests don't either. Head over to Riverside.fm and use promo code JazzyCast to get 60 free minutes of recording and 15% off a membership plan. The link is in the show notes. Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. We created Bossy to be a safe place to ask the hard questions and to get support that's necessary. 
With our experience, nine businesses in over 25 years, we continue to bear it all and share what we wish we had known. We move past the must-be-nices and start getting real. Come along as we interview small business owners and get the true story. Leave with another tool for the next time you feel alone on this journey. Business ownership leads to unexpected knowledge. What are you an expert at? Tell us at Getting Real with Bossy and subscribe today.